Welcome to the Home Inspector Marketing Podcast. Because you're a home inspector looking to increase your sales, improve your cash flow, and boost your bottom line, you are in the right place. For additional training resources on how you can grow your home inspection business, go to microreturns.com right now. And now, here's the podcast. Hi, this is Mike Crow, and I run a home inspection business. In fact, I've run a couple of home inspection businesses. The true joy for me, though, has been helping literally thousands of home inspectors build really solid home inspection businesses as well. We can help a single man operation be able to do over $300,000 a year, maybe all the way up to $400,000 a year as a single inspector operation. Even better for me is the 80 plus companies that we have helped be able to build million dollar home inspection businesses. I would like to help you be able to do the same thing. Hello again, this is Mike Crow, and today we're going to go into Chapter 15, Your Management Strategy. We're talking about the book, The E-Myth, and of course, the new book out there is The E-Myth Revisited. The last couple of times, we've been talking about your strategic objective and how important that was and how you measure wins and progress and everything. And then we got into your organizational strategy, which is incredibly important. It's not one of the most exciting things except it may just be one of the most important things. And as I'm helping people, I actually draw my organizational chart in a circle and I set up admin and marketing and phones or my sales division. And then I set up my services division. And for me, of course, that's home inspectors in one of our biggest businesses. And then, like I said, it's not one of the most exciting things, but maybe one of the most important things. Now, in your management strategy, one of the things that we talk about is a completely different thought process of helping you to be out, helping you to be able to outline what success looks like in each of those positions. Okay, and and I love this because at the very beginning here, there's a quote, and it says, "The system is the solution." The system is the solution, and I couldn't agree with that more. I totally agree with that. All right. In fact, one of the things I I put at the end of the last audio recording was the fact that you want to have systems and then people and then resources. Okay. Systems come first. Most people, you see, in fact, most people think that, you know, to be successful, you want to make sure that you hire really competent managers, people with finely honed people skills, with degrees from management schools, with highly success, uh, sophisticated techniques for dealing with and developing their people. Well, that sounds good, but it isn't true. It just absolutely isn't true. In fact, I'm going to tell you a secret. I have built my businesses off of misfits. And I know that because I'm a misfit. I'm a person that just doesn't really fit anywhere. And I had to go create my own place. So what I've done in my business a lot of times is create systems that misfits could run. People could run that might not fit elsewhere. And, and they feel good and they feel excited about that. And so when you're doing that, what you're really doing is building a system that people can run. And in this case, it's a management system. And the system will become your strategy and the means through which your prototype produces the results you want. The system will become your solution to the problems that beset you because the unpredictability of your people. And I'm going to tell you of any type of people. Because everybody, to some degree, is somewhat unpredictable. I am unpredictable. Ask my wife. Ask my kids. Ask the people that work with me. They never know what I'm going to say. And yet, they do. Which is kind of a weird thing. I can start a sentence. They can finish it. It's darn near a system. 
okay? And you need to make sure you have that because the system will transform your people problem into an opportunity by orchestrating the process by which management decisions can and will be made, all right? So what is a management system? It is a system designed into your prototype business to produce a marketing result. And the more automatic that you can make the system, the more effective your prototype will be. I have a system here and I have people here that are running those systems and doing a great job of those systems. And because it is, we have been doing it for so long now, people know what those systems need to look like. And they know what the numbers are that those systems need to produce. And it, it allows people that might not fit anywhere else in the world or not fit as easily into the world be able to fit here because they know what is expected of them. Are we perfect at that, by the way? Absolutely not. So I don't want to make it sound like we're perfect because, man, anybody that does that is just kidding themselves. But I will tell you that one of our core beliefs is that we're constantly improving what we do. So you want to create a management system and you want to make sure that you set it up so there's doing things. And by the way, when you set up a management system, it's actually a marketing tool. And the purpose, by the way, is not to create an efficient prototype, but an effective one. You know, I love this because I tell people all the time, you could do this this way and this would be the most efficient way to do this. So for instance, our inspection routine, I, I see it hanging on the wall over here about how you show up early, then you do this, then you do that, and you do this, and you do that. And if you were to do all of that and then do the report at the end, that is the most efficient way to do it. But it's not the most effective way to do it because people don't want to stand there and watch you do the report that long. So if you go through the routine and you do this part of the routine and do a little bit of the report, do this part of the routine and do a little bit of the report and do this part of the routine and do a little bit of the report, they don't feel like you're spending an hour on the report. But you are. You're spending exactly the same amount of time. Now, the whole inspection process actually takes a little bit longer to do this way, so it's not the most efficient. But it is the most effective because it makes people feel more comfortable. And an effective prototype is a business that finds and keeps customers profitably better than any other. And so I have people all the time tell me, oh, you, you, Mike, that's not efficient. I get it. It's effective. And so it's very uh, important in that. Now, in the book, he talks about some of the experiences he's had where he's gone to like hotels and it was just an amazing experience. And he thought it was just a one-off. Then he went back and he had the same experience. And he went back and he had the same experience. And you want to make sure that when people use your business, they have the same experience every single time, okay? The same experience every single time. And um, so when he went back at one point, he, he was going, man, how do you do this? How do you make sure that you have the same kind of experience every time? And, and someone will said, here, let me show you. And he reached behind his desk. He pulled out a red binder and printed on the spine were the initials O-M, and then, of course, the logo of the hotel. And he said, what we do here is simple. Anyone can do it. God, I love that. A system needs to be simple so anyone can do it. And he said, this is our operations manual. And as you can see, it's nothing but a series of checklists. This one is a checklist on setting up the room. This, and then he opened the page to a yellow page, okay? Everything in the manual, by the way, was color-coded, which I love. And he said, each checklist itemizes the specific steps each room 
support person must take to do his or her job. And there are eight packages of checklists for each room for each support person waiting in their mailbox when they come in every day. And as you can see here at the bottom of the checklist is a place for them to sign indicating that he or she did their prescribed work. It's really that simple, guys. So to sign and not have done the work is grounds for, of course, letting someone go because basically they're lying. Said, oh yeah, I cleaned the room, but they didn't, okay? On the back of each checklist is a drawing of the specific room that identifies each task to be completed and the order in which it has to be done. The drawing takes the room support person or RSP as they like to call them here, through the routine and as they complete each task, they check off the corresponding part of the drawings to show that it was done. He said, as added insurance, we have RSP or room support person supervisors who run spot checks every day to make sure certain that any errors are caught in time. And so he smiled and he said, but honestly, there's rarely any errors. So the system works like a charm. So there's an equally effective system for everything we do here. The fact is the owner worked it all out in advance. And that's what I was saying in the last chapter. You step into that position, not as the owner, but as the person doing that, but you also step into the system or step into that position and you're working on the business. And when you're working on the business, you're developing the system. And I like to call these stackables. You create something like this, and once it's created, you don't have to create it again. You create it, it's workable, and you can hand it to anybody else. So just like I have over here on the wall, my routine for an inspection, you start here, you do this, you do part of the report, you do this, you do part of the report, you do this, you do part of the report. It's a system. It's a checklist. Any one of my inspectors should be able to sit down and write out that checklist. And it's less than one page. It's like 10 lines, maybe 12, okay? And know exactly where they're going from piece to piece, just like they do on this checklist. And he said, it's not the big things that people talk about when they leave here. It's the little things. And so sometimes, even inside the inspection, it's the little things that inspectors do that make them feel important as well. I asked, how do you get your... RSPs to use the checklist? How do you get them to use the systems? Don't they get tired of the routine? Don't they get bored doing it? He said, ah, he said, that's where we really shine. And then he goes into the people strategy and the people strategy will be the next part we talk about. But here's what I want you to hear out of this chapter. You're building your marketing system. You're building your phone system, how to answer the phones. You're building your inspector system. You need to build checklist for each and every one of those positions, and you need to set it up so it's simple enough that people can go through it and check off and make sure that they're getting it done. And then when we get into the people strategy in the next chapter, you'll understand even more why that is so important. Well, this is Mike Crow, and as I tell you over and over again, be successful and be around those that are successful. Never forget, guys, systems, people, resources. If you do it right, when you build the right kind of systems, you can hire people so much easier, just like McDonald's does. You can hire people so much easier to do it right over and over again. Well, I'll talk with you again soon. Have a great day. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. And as a friendly reminder, if you're looking to increase your sales, improve your cash flow, and boost your bottom line as a home inspector, go to microreturns.com right now.